Hello and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I'm Kim Dunaway. When I was scrolling through Instagram earlier this week, I found a interesting post from one of the keto accounts that I follow. And they had a comparison of a Victoria's Secret ad versus a Dove ad. And they were both Love My Body campaigns. And the Victoria's Secret ad had, of course, very thin models, and they looked even thinner compared to the real women that were in the Dove ad. And it was very interesting to me, and it, and it just sort of made a lot of wheels start turning in my head a lot of different ways. If you've ever looked online at any clothing store, oftentimes in fine print they'll have on there, model is five foot eight and is wearing size small. Model is five foot nine, is wearing size four, what have you. Most people that are shopping, probably not looking at extra small or size two or four. And you're wondering, okay, how is this going to look on my size eight, 10, 12 body? And the websites that do oftentimes have someone who's a size 10, 12, or 14. We don't love the way that it looks on the side, on the larger person. So we may not buy that particular outfit, which is quite sad. This happens even in a lot of plus size stores. Lane Bryant, Torrid, they'll often use people who are size 8, 10 to model the clothes that are for sizes 20, 22, because market research has shown that when they use heavier models, people don't buy the clothes as often. I went to Zumba today and the girl teaching the class was had a Victoria's Secret shirt on and she's not a size two model. And, which is fine, right? But you would never see someone that looks like her modeling Victoria's Secret clothes, even though you have people of all shapes and sizes that will purchase clothes from them. And this, I'm not picking on Victoria's Secret. This is something nearly every brand does. Lululemon, Gap, like you name it. They all do this kind of marketing. I remember this Shark Tank episode years ago where this person had this skinny mirror. And so all the sharks get up and they're like, wow, yeah, I do look thinner in this mirror. And they were talking about how the people that had created it were trying to sell it to different clothing stores. And all the sharks were like, ooh, this is kind of, this is very, very slippery here. Like, I don't know if this is really ethical, but brands do this kind of thing not maybe drastically as having a skinny mirror so that when you try on the clothes, you look thinner in them, but they do this by using thinner people to wear the clothes. Because in your mind, you're thinking that looks really great and you get it and you may not look like that on you. There's also brands that will purposely make their clothes, their sizing of their clothes different than other brands. For instance, in this brand, you might wear a size 12, but in this brand, you wear a size eight. And so oftentimes people will buy 
whatever is their smaller size because it makes them feel better. Sometimes people will kind of squeeze into a size medium because they don't want to buy a large. And even if they look better in the large, and my sister's going to kill me for, for talking about this on the podcast, but years ago she was complaining about pain in her feet. So I took her to this local foot store, this local shoe store, and where they measure your feet and and she'd been wearing it eight and a half. And they're like, she needs a nine wide. She flipped out, just completely flipped out, did not want to wear a size nine shoe. It just bothered her. I don't know what it is. I've never had a thing about shoe size. I'm taller, I have big feet. I wear a size 10 typically, it doesn't bother me. But for some people, like it's a big deal. Like they, they don't wanna be a size eight you know they they want to be seven and a half so they'll be miserable in smaller shoes it makes no sense it's the same way a lot of times with clothes if this size and this brand is an eight and this brand it's a 12 but they're the same inseam it doesn't matter what size that you buy it really doesn't so we get so hung up on what size we are and i wondered where does that come from? Like who started this? Like I even went back and looked who who invented the mirror? Because can you imagine a day and age where there were no mirrors, where we couldn't look at ourselves and fret over this and that? How freeing that would kind of be if you went and bought pants and they didn't have sizes on them. Like they like they literally they had just a price tag, but no size. Wouldn't that be kind of freeing? We wouldn't have this guilt of, oh, I'm in double digits. Like who cares at the end of the day? Does it really matter? Because sometimes people get stuck on that just like they get stuck on a weight. I really want to be single digits. I've always wanted to be a size six. Remember years ago, it was Kirstie Alley was on Dancing with the Stars and they talked about how, I guess at the end of the show, she'd lost some weight. She was like, yeah, I'm in a size eight. And a lot of people criticized her definition of what a size eight was. And a few years ago, some magazine had put Amy Schumer in like a plus size thing. And she's like, I'm, I'm only like a size eight or a size 10, whatever. I mean, who cares? You're a comedian. Are you funny or not? Who cares what size you wear? But people get so hung up on these numbers. Because sometimes people will say, you know, instead of using the scale, go buy your pants. How do your pants fit? Go buy the size of your pants. But they can all be a poor measure to an extent. Like, shouldn't the goal be to be healthy, to be happy, and not based on some perfect number? Should we have to want to buy something because some model who's half our size looks great in it? Why can't we buy it if someone who looks just like us is wearing it? I am 38. I've mentioned this on the podcast. And so I'm very much in the magazine culture. We grew up with 
Teen and Vogue and Cosmo and Shape Magazine. And so we're very used to the cover girl type magazines as was probably the generation before me. Whereas this generation coming up, not so much so because magazines aren't really a thing anymore. I suppose they get their ideals from Instagram, influencers on Instagram and YouTube. But for those of us that grew up with that, with that distorted ideal woman shape, the Barbie shape where you really have to would take out two ribs, right? How can we get that image out of our minds, that Victoria's Secret model image out of our minds and get it into a healthy mindset? Not looking for some kind of unattainable ideal. If you've ever heard what some of the Victoria's Secret models do before they have a show, what models do before they have a photo shoot, even fitness models and enthusiasts like Sean T, who's huge with insanity and several different workouts. He goes on like this whole protocol before he's on the cover of men's fitness. Like it's all fake. It's so, so fake. In our minds, we're based on this ridiculous, unattainable ideal. And we kill ourselves starving ourselves, whatever tactics that we take trying to get to this unattainable figure. We need real role models. And I'm not shaming Victoria's Secret models. I'm not shaming all models. Some people are naturally thin. We all know genetics plays a huge role in what we look like. Some people are just never going to look a certain way. Like even my trainer one day was looking at one of the other trainers that he works with and he was like, he looks like an action figure. I could work out every day for the rest of my life. I'll never look like that. And it's true. So we have to have a certain acceptance of ourselves the way that we are. It's okay to want to change things, but let's not base it on an unrealistic ideal. Let's take more of a real person approach.